because we'll talk about it. A bi-weekly podcast hosted by your two best friends. Talking through the hard stuff. Sharing the good stuff. And, and laughing, laughing at, at the, the rest. rest. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Audrey. And I'm Melissa. And we're and back. Yay, it's been Woo. a long two weeks. Um, we're happy, <laughs> happy to be here. Yeah. these these past two weeks have felt like a month and i have no idea why oh my gosh this semester i don't know what it is but i feel like i've been in gainesville for three years like my eyes been twitching for like two weeks i like (laughs) am up to three coffees a day like if you're if you want to ask is the semester going well it's going it's going. It's definitely going. Like so. I like it's so it's a weird balance cuz like I love all of my classes this semester. Well, I'm taking microbiology and I feel like that's going to get hard, but then I've also been in this weird limbo phase and by the time you're listening to this episode, um I'm having my first exam in this class and Woo. you know, um hopefully not having a panic attack. Um but you know, it'll be it'll I mean, be something. <laughs> if it has to be, it has to be. Yeah, but you know, it's weird because I love all of my classes. They just I just feel like I'm in limbo, but I'm doing mm-hmm. a whole bunch of stuff. It's exactly. I feel like I'm doing things, but I'm not really doing anything. Yeah, it's weird. It's like I like wake up, do my little tasks, but then I'm like, wait, what? Did I even learn anything? I, I don't know. Right. right. And then online online school, it's just like, okay, assignment done, assignment done, on to this next thing. It's like, wait, you need to study. Exactly. Especially when I'm, like, trying to learn a language. Like, I really do try and, like, pay attention to Italian, blah, blah, blah. But, like, it's so much work. And I've got the class, yeah. like, every day. But I've got other classes. It's a lot. Anyway, child. Um... Weird, it's a weird balance. Plus working, interacting with people. That's being active the part. In church. Um, we say all of this to say this is our last episode of the season. <laughs> We're stressed. Anyway. <laughs> We're going to go into sabbatical. Um, we'll catch you guys again at the end of March yes. for our year anniversary. For our year um, anniversary. And the kickoff of season three. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, enjoy. Yeah. What have you been? Oh, I, I guess that was our update. <laughs> that oh, was basically oh. our update. Audrey, Audrey, mm-hmm. I caught up on The Bachelor this morning. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. I didn't watch the last episode. I had to study last night. No, why? Yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> um, I'm literally going to watch it really- after this. You watched week four. Week four, they had, like, all of that drama. If it's, right? like, the last episode, like, the one before this week, then yeah. Did you, wait, did they do the rose cer- ceremony? Like, did you see? Um, I can't remember. I do be forgetting things. Oh, it ended when Katie was like, um, hey, Matt, I need to talk to you. Like, there's been some rumors going on, blah, blah, blah. But I don't think I got to the rose ceremony. Dang it. Yeah. Oh wait, that's like week three. They're on week five now. Well, I watched last week's episode, so I don't remember what that is. But anyway, I'm watching The Bachelor for the first time ever in my whole life. Um, (laughs) Thanks to me. Thanks to Audrey, I wanted to see, one, what the hype was about, and then two, um, you know, see Audrey, why Audrey gets into it, and yeah. why her whole house watches it together. Unfortunately, and- you picked kind of a dry season. I wish you would have watched Tasha's season, because that was the best, but, um, you know, <laughs> it's just Matt. He's kind of dry to me. He's a little dry. Yeah. Like, he's, yeah, he's, mm-mm. I don't, I don't know the hype. I don't really get the hype. Like he is like, a beautiful very man, attractive, but... and he's kind. I can see the, see that he's kind, but like, uh, it's just I feel like they're having the same conversation over and mm-hmm. over and over and over mm-hmm. again. I'm just like, you people are boring. That so is toxic. Boring. Like so toxic. So they throw around are... that word 
all day every day and I'm tired of hearing it I'm like do you even know what that is yeah they're like I'm in love I caught feelings so quickly um I've never fallen for anybody this hard this fast blah 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 and I'm just like oh this is exhausting you're saying the same thing literally and they Um, just like sit around and call each other toxic all day (laughs) yeah and I'm like you but you did the same thing that she she did yeah uh-uh. It was when they added those other girls, though. Uh-uh. That was my, I got so in, I got so uncomfortable. I had to pause it and like walk away. <laughs> not you getting uncomfortable, like you're in the house. I was like, no. I, I mean, it's interesting. That. Yeah, they didn't have to treat all the new girls like that, though. No, they're honestly such bullies on this season. Like high key. Yeah. Like they get like super polarized and they're all like, oh, like we don't like so and so. And I'm like, please, why are you ganging up on them? Like 20 to 1. That's absolutely unnecessary. Yeah. And like if like you want Matt to explore all of these different options, because like when, exactly. when Katie like what Katie told Sarah when she wanted to leave, Katie was like, Yeah, I need you to stay though, because if he's still thinking about you and that's still an option, I don't want to get proposed to him while he's still thinking about what if and all of these things. So exactly. let the man date date all of these girls. That's why I love Katie. Time. Yeah. She always like sticks too. up for like the underdog and like the person that's mm-hmm. like um being talked about and like criticized and bullied basically she yeah. sticks up for them yeah but in the bloopers like the bloopers for like what's up up and coming it seems like they're all gonna like start attacking her katie so i'm not ready for that yeah uh-uh see that's what like, we don't I- tolerate katie slander yeah. Yeah, I like her. At first, I didn't like her because her opening entrance. I didn't like, like her opening like, entrance. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, that's not classy. Yeah. Um, but also, she but, wouldn't be getting the screen time she's getting now if she didn't do that. So. Yeah, true. You know, she she did what she had to do. Um. Anyway, I wouldn't sign up for The Bachelor in a million years. And if I ever no. do start talking about it, because we're in that age range to be mm-hmm. on The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Shut it it's down real so quick. weird, isn't it? Like seeing girls that are, you like see the bottom of the screen and it's like twenty one. I'm like, what? Yeah, it's crazy. Kit is twenty one. I yeah. was like, no, you're not. And I'm like, you don't want to get married, do you? Like, maybe you yeah. do. It's crazy. Mm. Um. Anyway, yeah. that was anyway, impromptu. <laughs> we talk about all of this to say, um, you know, that's. I mean, that's some people's relationship goals. We're going to talk about, we're going to talk about the ideal relationship goal for um, relationship goals um, that we, we view. Yeah. So I guess we're just going to be talking about relationship goals, like what relationship goals look like in media, uh, what our relationship goal is, and just kind of low-key debunking it because, you know. Yeah. Like all things, there's no, like, one goal for everybody. Yeah, but kind of talking about the basic um, basic picture of a healthy, sustainable relationship. Right. And, you know, what that, some, some baseline things that should be non-negotiable. Very true. Yeah. So, first... Let's start off by getting rid of that um, media version, as Audrey said, idea of a relationship goal. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not the glam version of relationships. It's not private jets and yeah. um, falling hard and falling fast and all uh, these things. Like whenever I find myself being like, oh, I want a boyfriend, it's usually after I've seen something on social media like that or, like, I, like, watched a movie and then I'm like, mm, I want that. It's like, you don't want a boyfriend. You just want to go to Paris. Like... Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no. And you can go to Paris with anyone. You're yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I think the big thing is just, like, we're, we mm-hmm. kind of base, like, what we want on what we see. Um, and that glam version of relationship goals just isn't always true like they could be fighting on the private jet Mm -hmm. but 
all you see is the Instagram picture of them being on a private jet and you immediately want that. Um, so no, (laughs) it's not, it's not cute, cute Instagram pictures, cute TikTok videos. Um, (laughs) Not the TikTok relationship. You gotta, you gotta, now, now that's coming the standard. I mean, I feel like TikTok's a little less glam than um, Instagram because they kind of talk about like real life things um but there's still the idea that oh I want someone to do cute TikToks with me right and all this stuff like relationship relationship goals isn't you having a person to be with you because you can't stand being alone yeah I think a lot of them are just idealized you know yeah for sure um you know, relationship goals aren't the ups and downs of always having to, like, um, how some relationships are so passionate on the screen, like, they have huge, huge fights and huge makeups and yes. all of this, like, random passion, it looks like. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so... um hyped up yeah it can be really like easy to mistake like passion Mm -hmm. for I mean mistake like abuse for like passion or whatever and it's like your relationship doesn't have to be like this crazy like passionate like oh we're mad at each other one second oh we're like so in love the other second like you can like have a balanced healthy relationship and it not be boring but like because it's yeah. kind of what we see on like the media and stuff like that. We're like, oh, that's a passionate relationship. If my relationship doesn't look like that, then, you know, do we really love each other? If I'm not throwing yeah. things at the wall, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, like, do you really so love me? So right. Or if he doesn't do the yeah, big gesture, does he love me? Um, yeah. And it's definitely not that. Um, moral main point of what relationship goals is not it's just not perfect it's not your like the fantasy picture in your head because ultimately you're dealing with a whole no you're you're dealing with a whole other person Mm -hmm. they can't read your mind they're not always going to know what's going in your head or um like how to handle your emotions every time because that's something that has to be communicated like and worked I, on like yeah definitely worked on um because like even like friendships um like my friendship with Audrey um hey girl hey <laughs> it's um <laughs> it's pretty it's healthy um but I don't we don't ever get to see each other but <laughs> I mean it's fine it's fine um I don't expect Audrey to know um, what's going on my going on in my head all the time? Even though we have spent ample time together, we are close. We do most of the time. She can kind of guess my mood or my things because you know I wear my emotions on my face and things like that. But <laughs> it's still it's still um not healthy of me not right of me to just assume that she's going to know my exact mood just because we've spent ample amount of time together and we call each other best friends like that's not realistic it's not realistic for this other person to just assume all of your needs and know all of your needs it's definitely up to you to communicate that I definitely do think the biggest thing is just um, knowing that going into a relationship, it's another human, and you're both mm-hmm. humans, and to take that into account, um, so it's not going to be perfect, and you know, not every day is going to be some like crazy rush of like love and your happiness or whatever. Like, there are going to be some mundane moments because life can be mundane. Like some yeah. days you might just go to work and that's about it and you get a FaceTime call or something um but I think 
a great thing to go into a relationship with is like knowing what you want out of it so when you go into yeah. it you know that like okay this is what's important to me so you can be like okay what's important to me is every Wednesday we go out or something or like you find ways to like keep it alive or whatever but yeah just for having sure. realistic expectations yeah for sure which definitely like brings us into um what relationship goals is and um within knowing what you want or what you hope to gain out of a relationship um definitely speaks to the importance of your single moment your single season is what people call it single season what people call it in the church you know a single season before you start Um, ring by spring you have to start your single season (laughs) yeah um so this time like while you're single is such an important time. And I mean, technically, when you're dating someone, you're still considered single. Um, single and by, still married. <laughs> yeah. Even by, like, um, on your taxes and your, like, all government, federal forms, whatever, they don't really acknowledge, oh, I'm dating this person, blah, blah, blah. It's you're either single or you're married. Um, True. <laughs> anyway, but while you're... <laughs> while you're in this like single time no like work on the things you need to work on um in this moment to not have to rely fully on this other person um completely because I think a big key of having a relationship goal or having a relationship that is looked on as a goal by I guess other people hopefully that's not your name (laughs) um but the main like the main way to get there is to start strong to put down a foundation um that's that'll last you guys through through the years yeah um and uh for for Audrey and I that would be our relationship with God is our strong foundation Um, for sure so it's not, I'm not turning to this person to meet all my needs. They're not turning to me to meet all their needs because that's a big burden to carry. And that can turn in, um, it can turn real toxic real quick. <laughs> Which is why you should listen to our self-love episode. Um, it starts with you, babe. It starts with self-love. Yeah. It does. Because um, that's how you know, like uh yourself and what you're like in relationships and how you want to be treated and you just like get all that organized and also like as you grow as a person your opinions start to change and what you need starts to change like I know as a middle schooler obviously relationship goals was different to me relationships goals in middle school was like I just need someone to walk me to class like that was my need then like I need you to walk me to class I need you to get me a Valentine's Day gram. Like, I needed that from you. (laughs) And I needed Mm -hmm. you to, like, go to the eighth grade dance or something like that. And in high school, it's like, oh, go to homecoming with me. Go to prom with me. Get us some football games. Whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, hold my hand, blah, blah, blah. But now it's like, I need you to have a stable job. (laughs) (laughs) Several incomes. I'm just kidding. But, um, yeah, you have different needs now at this point in your life than you did when you were whatever age so I think it's also a good time to just discover those and tap into that yeah and definitely um you know yeah we're constantly evolving we're in constant calibration and it's important to know what you want so you just don't go in there aimless yeah put that on another person and then once you know that learn how to openly communicate your feelings because that is the biggest key in any relationship is communication if you know what you want but you can't properly communicate that then um it's worth nothing and it's like honestly it's taken me a lot of plenty of years and I'm still learning currently how to properly communicate and communicate my thoughts my feelings you know Um, which can be hard because sometimes you don't even know how you're feeling 
like you need self-observation, which is something I learned in my entrepreneurship class. Go studying. Just took the <laughs> exam for that. Let's pray for a good grade. But um, yeah, sometimes I realize like, oh, I know I don't know what I'm feeling. I haven't like sat down and like asked myself or like really figured it out. Like, yeah, can't just go through life like having these like muddled of feelings and like not really understanding what the root of it is because mm-hmm. like what it looks like on the surface level is a lot of times not what it really is like oh I'm crying because I got a 76 on my exam but I'm like mm, but what is it really <laughs> you yeah. know you know when it's and that reminds me of that one quote when it's um when it's hysterical it's historical wow so you're <clears throat> okay <laughs> I can't remember. Um, I think I heard it on a podcast. Maybe. Sounds right. Yeah. Um, but you know, when you have those hysterical outbursts, they have a root of it. And if you never get to that root of the problem of maybe where and where in your past is impacting your present, then it's always gonna have a hold on you and it's going to continue to be um a place of contentment or a place of tension and maybe your relationship or even your relate your internal state of being it's going to be a state of tension because you never really deal with it Mm -hmm. and it's important to you know bring all that stuff out um give yourself grace which I also think is something in a healthy in a relationship goals is grace yeah for yourself and for the person that um you're dating or marrying or whatever um Mm -hmm. to just like give them generous thoughts or um generous thinking um think generously about them which essentially means is like the benefit of the doubt yeah the benefit of the doubt is just like oh I know like I this day is really important to me but you didn't remember it I'm going to you know give you grace give you the benefit of the doubt because um like I know you you have like I'm secure enough in myself to know that you care about me and like yeah yeah and I'm not gonna put all that on you because of this one day or this one moment I'm that doesn't mean your feelings aren't valid and that you still can't bring it up like hey you know this I don't know if you're different like that this one month anniversary was really important to me not the Um, one month I don't know it was the first thing um this was really important (laughs) I haven't gotten past that so I don't know uh coaches don't play <laughs> and also period no I want to <laughs> play eventually <laughs> um but yeah so just mm-hmm. like give them like communicate like that was my feelings this is what happened true, true. and then do not hold it over them yeah like, it's not it's not like relationship goals um, a healthy relationship isn't holding things over your head for years to come or doing that. It's having a, you know, yeah. a mutual a mutual respect for each other. Yeah. I think another healthy relationship goal to have is boundaries. And we talk about this every episode. So honestly, yes. girl, you already know the drill <laughs> with the boundaries. But um, it's important to set, like, in the beginning. Because you can find yourself, like, with a lot of gray if you don't. Yeah. And it kind of just gets worse from there. And I'm not saying you can't establish boundaries afterward. We've also talked about that. But um, it's just a lot harder. So definitely go into it with, like, wanting boundaries, knowing what your boundaries are, and just being opening to hearing someone else's boundaries. That's a relationship yeah. goal for me. I don't want mm-hmm. someone running over my boundaries. Like, if I say yeah. I'm going to sleep at 11, please respect that. Because I need yeah. my sleep. <laughs> I literally yeah. have not been functioning the last three days because I've been going to sleep later. <laughs> and my eye keeps twitching. <laughs> I'm so tired. And I yeah. just have, like, three copies a day as a replacement. Anyway. 
Um, yeah, I completely agree. Um, boundaries are very important and, you know, boundaries are biblical too. Um, in really like setting that line and then this is. Oh, I thought you were about to bring out a verse when you were like in, I thought you were going (laughs) to quote. I was like, uh, okay. If, if I was firing on all cylinders, I definitely would. Um, I'm like really trying with the whole memorization of verses and yeah, my brain is I just. I know some. Anyway, my brain's not, my brain's like half cylinders right now, firing on half cylinders. I know the but... ones about anxiety because it's the one I struggle with the most. <laughs> yeah. Um, but boundaries are biblical in that, um, you know, setting that's a whole different story but anyway boundaries are important in um this is like setting a standard for yourself and um not compromising who you are I think that's my probably my biggest relationship goal is that when I get into a relationship I don't want to compromise who I am to fit in yes which is so hard like even in friendship honestly like yeah. You can really find yourself just like morphing into other people. So it's just important mm-hmm. to like have a clearly defined um ver- like vision of like who you are. <sighs> As a people pleaser, it do be like that. Um Yeah, and that's like it's something that's really important to me, um, to make sure that I am an individual person. I think that's kind of like rooted in I I feel like everybody has an identity crisis somewhere in middle school or something but <laughs> I I was um I was very I was like surrounded by people but also a lone wolf but wanted to be a certain I don't know it was a weird time and it took me it's taken me a lot of years to be comfortable with um the person I am for and, sure um It's very important for me to um, continue to be an individual, even when I'm in a relationship. Like, I know in some aspects, there is always compromise um, and there needs to be compromise. um, But if you have that non-negotiable boundary that is set, um, it should be that mutual respect of you and the other person Mm -hmm. that... um, to make sure that that boundary line is not crossed. Yeah. Um, And whether that be like something like it's important for you to maybe, I don't know, have a check-in every day and that's a standard that's important to you. Or maybe it's that they don't say something in this certain way because that's a trigger for you. It's important (laughs) to know what your boundaries are and then communicate them. Yeah. It can also then, just be, like, small things that, like, help you make sure that you're independent. Like, yeah. oh, um, I'm going to do this hobby, but, like, just me. Like, we're not going to do this together as a couple so we don't morph into, like, one thumb person. But that I'm, like, do you remember <laughs> those thumb people from, what, what was it? No, not Shark Boy and Lava Girl. It was, like, Spy Kids. Yes. Oh, yes, yes. That you don't want to be weird. one thumb person. You want to be two. <laughs> Yes. That is so weird. What is is wrong with my brain? Oh my god. I have no idea. I'm clearly not okay. Anyway. Um, yeah, it's very important too. And I think um as a relationship progresses, like sometimes people feel weird about bringing up new things, but we're constantly evolving, as we said earlier. And I think it's okay um to set new boundaries or set new things to discuss while you're in in a relationship like in the middle of a relationship I it would definitely be a lot harder um but uh definitely I think it's okay to set that boundary or make that standard in the middle of a relationship I think it's important um to before you go into setting that new standard to um make sure that you maybe you have a advisor or someone you go to for advice to I don't know make sure it's um 
logical that you're not putting too much on this person. Sometimes Um, when you're just like relying on yourself and you don't have any like counsel or accountability from other people, you know, it can get a little crazy. So, you know, somebody that's like trusted, you know, rooted in some common sense. Don't be out here just talking to like any of your friends, you know, because they're going to be like, break up with him, blah, blah, blah. And like sometimes, yeah. Yeah. You might need to, but um, just make sure it's trusted advice. Yeah, someone that you know will give you advice that you don't want to hear. Um, and that's very important when you're in a relationship to um, not keep everything in the dark, but to have people around you who are examples of good, healthy relationships that um, will help you throughout the day-to-day kind of things and setting those boundaries because sometimes you know we can force a relationship to look how look in the movies at the at the detriment of the relationship that you're in so you might be setting all these boundaries or all these criteria um to um to uh make your relationship look how you want it to look like in the movies and then it'll um like it'll be forced it won't look the way in which you want it to look do you know what i'm saying yeah okay anyway we're gonna move on from boundaries um (laughs) i feel like you said yeah just to move on to the next yeah i was like we've been repeating ourselves anyway um So another good, healthy goal or whatever to have is knowing when to pause in an argument. Um, Mm -hmm. That's a good one. I don't know. I'm not somebody that gets into a lot of heated fights. And we've talked about this before. Um, But I think arguments are necessary because the alternative is like bottling all up. And then you explode, which isn't great either. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think you need to know how to have like arguments with like a sound mind and kind of like level-headed so that you're not going into it like seeking revenge or anything um but just being able to like articulate your thoughts in a way that's you know still loving yeah Um, for sure I think um people have it in their idea or have a this idea in their head that if they don't fight then the relationship is good and that is so far from the truth that Um, would literally scare me I'd be like "Mm, something's wrong (laughs) because one of you one of you is building up something somewhere and it's all gonna pop up pop out one day and not be good Mm -hmm. um so like it doesn't have to be an all-out brawl and if it is then maybe you guys should check something else maybe there might be um more more to just that argument but you know we're like we're our own beings like we've had our own different life experiences um we have our own way of thinking and our own way of processing things and we're not going to see eye to eye on every single topic every single time like yeah like um my my relationship with my mom is um uh, it's healthy it's it's gone it's grown to a really good place where um we have good open communication and thing and like it's probably one of the healthiest relationships i have we still fight like we i mean you're probably thinking well yeah it's your mom but you know we <laughs> We don't we don't fight as much as um or sorry disagree as much as the typical mother daughter duo whatever, but we have moments where I see something somewhat one way and she sees it a completely different other way. Yeah, and um, me and mom mom have those too. She's like the dishes need to be done, and I'm like I don't want to do them, and that's usually what it is. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. <laughs> um, but. It's important to know how to talk to each other and then know, like, still be willing to hear that other person's side. Because in some of my, um, like, disagreements, or in most, in a lot of disagreements, you're 
um, most times you're blindsided by your own opinion and you only want to hear what you're saying because you think that's the standard. Very true. Um, but it's important to open your mind up to, okay, why is this other person thinking this way? Um, why am I thinking this way? Yeah, that's honestly Where's their common ground. A and good you- perspective. Because yeah. a lot of like the front end work is like who you are as a person, how you respond to people. Like you can't control how other people respond. But yeah. the real work is like, how am I in arguments? How am I responding to this? How am I, you know? Yeah. Like why do and, I react like that? Yeah. And we have an episode um from season one um titled So You Wanna Fight, um, which kind of goes into how it how to better handle arguments mm-hmm. and so many different capacities so I definitely so mild-mannered but y'all love clickbait <laughs> like what anyway <laughs> yeah. um so it's definitely a good good place to um listen for some tips and tricks on that um, for sure so again seek advice from account from a trusted relationship friend um yeah who will give you good objective advice someone older if you can because I mean I'm not saying that our peers aren't wise I'm just saying that a lot of times older people are wiser yeah true they've probably had more life experience or been in a situation that was similar um Mm -hmm. and can speak to it more um so definitely a good um sounding board to use um and also in that same vein in relationship goals it's important to trust um trust your person in your relationship and this I think that's a big one yeah I think that goes in more like it goes in with setting a foundation um but if you're entering into a relationship with this person you're going to have to be vulnerable with them and you're going to have to um, I know. Trust them with some of the things that you hold most dear. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting in our culture because a lot of times on social media, like Twitter and stuff like that, I've been seeing a lot of like, oh, like, I don't trust so-and-so, like, blah, blah, like, I don't trust nobody, like, it's really just me and myself, my circle's so small, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, why are we bragging about not trusting anybody? I'm like, that's sad. like, I'm like guys like we have issues like let's go to therapy like why are we bragging about it on Instagram like oh my gosh I don't trust anybody this and the other and I'm like that's really lonely like that's very lonely and I get like vulnerability can be hard but like it's also a necessary part of life and like if you're having a hard time trusting people like it's probably because of something that's been done to you and you don't have you don't have to let that like control your life or that just like be a part of your personality like you can learn to trust people yeah I think I talked about this in the last episode the Q&A episode um but Brene Brown um has this talk called the she did this talk called the anatomy of trust and she kind of went went over all the elements that make up trust um and she used this acronym called braving it was like boundaries they're important um boundaries responsibility account accountability um vault like keeping secrets (laughs) um but like reliable or was it responsibility reliability reliability and accountability is kind of just like knowing knowing you're there and it's just um the ing was integrity um, non-judgment and then generous thinking That's um, good. so basically all that accounts to I've taken note of where this person was reliable I've taken notes of where this person was accountable where they kept my boundaries and all of that kind of goes in with um, building like showing that this person is trustworthy and it's ah. it's a good way to um it's a good way to examine how other people, how you view trust to other people. Like I, like after listening to the talk, That's I could good. see 
it was if so you're like good. a facts and like numbers person and you need to like see it on paper like okay this is like why I should trust this person or I can trust this person yeah it's like nah, everybody can be trusted yeah and I I don't even think it needs to be on paper because after listening to the talk I mm-hmm. was able to see where in some of my relationships where I didn't feel comfortable sharing is because that person proved themselves when I told them something in the past, they were judgmental or mm. they weren't reliable to me or Very they told true. they told what I said to someone else to me or it even goes in like the vault part, the keeping secrets even goes into like when some when them telling you something that somebody else said to them. Um like hey like hey girl so-and-so did this and that like it's gossip oh okay so you're like you see how they treat somebody else so you're like oh keeping that in mind so like after like it's a good way to see um where you're how you trust other people and the things that um impact go into you trusting other people and also to see how you can be a trust, a more trustworthy person and build that trust with other people. Um, highly recommend it. It's a, the Na- anatomy of trust by Brene Brown. That's um, definitely good. Yeah. And like, it's so important to trust your partner to like when they yeah. tell you something, when they tell you, I love you or I'll be there for you yeah. to, to, trust that and know that um if you don't have trust then like what do you really have you know what I mean because like yeah you also just can't be with people like 24 7 and like you might be scared of infidelity or you might be scared that they're lying to you that they don't really love you like this and the other but mm-hmm. you it's know exhausting. it is the root it's truly the root yeah for sure yes yeah on to and- the next Oh, unless you have something to say. No. Okay. So I really like this one. Um, Choosing to love that person every day. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think our idea of love or the way people traditionally think of it, I guess, is like a feeling. I do think it's a feeling. Um, But to an extent, it's really a choice. Mm-hmm. I feel like long lasting love is a choice and I might have talked about this in another podcast but yeah I like I see that in my like parents marriage like it's a choice you know not every day is gonna be lovey-dovey movie scene greatness but like you choose to get up every day and like honor that person and to love that person and they might really be on your nerves that day but you know (laughs) I still love you and I feel like once you like get to that place where you're like yeah I could really choose to love this person every day I think Mm -hmm. that's when you can consider marriage and like I've never felt that for anybody (laughs) so that's how I know I'm not ready but yeah I really (laughs) do want that you know have someone choose me every day and to choose someone every day it's It's, a beautiful concept yeah it's so important to um, make that decision and I think we we have this idea that every day is going to be passionate and we talked about that we mm-hmm. talked about in the beginning um it's not always going to be glitz and glam yeah um, we are so feelings based yeah like as Audrey said like um there are mundane days and there are days when it's not going to be like, oh my gosh, they're the most beautifulest person in the whole world. Literally. Every single day. Like, it might be out of my face. <laughs> yeah. In a loving like, way. <laughs> I, yeah. Like, I need today. I'm tired of you. You're annoying me. Um, that's real. But at the at the same time, you still need to choose to respect them and, you know, choose to love them oh my gosh it's kind of like snickers in your relationship (laughs) he literally oh he's so annoying but i choose to love him yeah that's still my kid at the end of the day he um, yeah my my child um he he's quite annoying he's always barking and um you know, peeing on my carpet because you know, <laughs> he just likes to mark his territory and 
I he was never properly chained because I got him when I was nine. Well, mind you, he is an old man. <laughs> he is so old. He's that not a puppy. Not how? Um, yeah, he's. But you know, I choose to love him, and that's my dude. <laughs> he's teaching me how to be a wife. He's teaching you how to be a mother. How to be a mother. Did I say I need sleep? Um, You're struggling on this end. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but um, like moral of the story, like it, um, you know, the glam of Instagram's ideal relationship goals can in fact be actual relationship goals. Like it can come with when you have a, clear relationship goals or when you have a relationship that's deemed relationship goals in a healthy all right what are we saying Um, (laughs) let's unpack this (laughs) anyway when you have a when you have a healthy relationship it can come with all the pictures it can come with all the cute dates it can come with the private jets and the flying offs and the things if you you're not wrong i um Um, tell my boyfriend that we have a color palette and we are color coordinating he's doing it and we're taking the picture (laughs) it'll be healthy but we're doing it yeah and not we're not saying that that stuff is not like automatically unhealthy or any relationship you see online is automatically unhealthy yeah, we're just saying not. that that's not that's not the only view of the relationship right that's and not the that's only not, thing in the relationship yeah and that's not that's definitely not the most important thing in the relationship it's not how you look to the world it's how you look to each other and I know for me how my relationship looks to God is honestly the only thing I care about um very true and uh it's you know putting that other person um realizing that other person is a complete complete person all their own and anything and you're a complete person and all your own and anything that you get from them is just in addition to all that you have to offer already very true take your own instagram pictures you know make them cute or whatever and then when they come in the picture it'll just add to the feed basically (laughs) that's how that (laughs) translated in my brain (laughs) Uh, but yeah i mean that's all um, i really have for y'all today wait we'll do i want to do a What's your ideal date or your your most important relationship goal? Pick one. Wait, am I doing like one or the other or am I saying both? You can do both. Both. My ideal date. Oh, gosh. I haven't been on one in 10,000 years. So I'm like... <laughs> but I did do this funny thing with my friend. I, I should not put this on the podcast. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. Please say it. No, I cannot. Okay, whatever. I'll say it. <laughs> um, yeah. So this is totally off topic, but like, I saw this TikTok and this girl was like, "Yeah." So I just did Bachelorette in my hometown. She was like, "I just got these guys off of Tinder, Bumble, or one of those," and she was like, "Yeah, I just played Bachelorette," and I was like, "No, that's so smart." So. <laughs> I went to my friends and I was like, I was just, we were just sitting on the couch, you know, regular day. And I was like, you know, it'd be fun. And they were like, why? And I was like, Ugh. what if we did Bachelorette here? Like, I was like, what if we did Bachelorette here? And I was just joking. I didn't think anybody was going to be like, let's do it. But like, they were like, yeah, let's do it. I looked at my <laughs> friend. I don't think I'm going to say her name. <laughs> I'm going to say like, her name. I looked at my friend and I was like, and you're going to be the Bachelorette. So we literally went on Bumble and we got her like, I can't remember. I think it was like four dates, four or five. But yeah, we went on like four dates. They were all of us. Yeah, they were all of us. <laughs> it was really fun because we went on all the dates and like stalked them or whatever. So I have like a ton of <laughs> pictures and videos. <laughs> and I'm slightly stalking yeah like low-key but um yeah it was just funny mostly um none of them turned into like love 
no one got engaged at the end. So unfortunately, it wasn't the real oh. Bachelorette. Uh- <laughs> but you know, still fun. <laughs> it was interesting. I was like, wow, like you could actually do this yourself. So yeah. Um. Anyway, what was the question? Your ideal date. Ideal date. Anyway, so from seeing that, uh, I realized a lot of things I didn't like. I don't like being out in the cold, like, outside. So it's cold right now. Don't want to do any of that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And it's hard with COVID because, you know, social distancing, the mask thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Okay. Let me me find out an answer. I don't know. I like sushi dates. I just like Mm -hmm. the idea of, like, sitting down in a restaurant um, I don't really like movies, so I think I would go for, like, a walk or whatever after, because movies is, like, super dark, you can't really talk, mm-hmm. but I think if you, like, walk around somewhere scenic, like, that's super cute, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm a big fan is this of like a Is this, like, a first date, or you've been dating for a minute? That's a good question. I don't know if I'd want to walk around with somebody on a first date. It depends on how it's going. Okay. It depends on how like it's a, going. Like an impromptu, you want to take a walk kind of thing. Yeah, it would just I, be sushi if it wasn't good. And yeah, like sushi I, is easy to eat. Yeah, true. You still look cute. Yeah. <laughs> I um I like um impromptu things on dates. Like um and mm-hmm. I've gone on I've gone on a lo- <laughs> gone on a lot of dates where it was kind of just like hey what are you doing okay let's do this because I, I I like that but then um they also I also need to hype myself up to go on them because like mm-hmm. uh, I was talking to this one guy and he was like um do you want to go he was like what are you doing do you want to go play uh pool and I was like First of all, I suck at I suck at pool, and it was very. I would quite literally rather like swallow a jean jacket, like (laughs) swallow every single piece of sand on the Sahara Desert, than like play pool. I'm sorry, I really am. Not to be dramatic. (laughs) Not to be dramatic says the most dramatic thing ever. (laughs) Like I can't. It, I was kind of, it, it made me nervous because I suck at pool and my dad has been trying to teach me since I was young. He's just really good at it. And I was just kind of, I was very rebellious. Like I was like, I'm not doing it mainly because you're really extra passionate about it. And I don't like, this is a lot of pressure. Um, and so, uh, but I was just like, when he asked me, I was like, okay, like I've been on a couple dates with him. I like him let's go play pool <laughs> let's mm-hmm. so and then and then he picked me up too and that was the best thing ever he was like you want me to pick him up pick i want to get picked up, up. at the same time and i'm was, scared i'm gonna get stolen yeah i've i've i was on a couple dates with them before and then i had mm-hmm. so many people so many people on my phone had my location knew where i was going True that. um but he definitely went out of his way to pick me up and i thought that was the nicest thing um and yeah, he made fun of me the whole time because I sucked at pool. Um, but I had a great time. Boys are so annoying. Yeah, no, he was he was nice about it. Like he okay. taught me he taught me things, and mm-hmm. then he kicked my butt in darts, and you know it was just a great a great night for him. Um, but I also had a lot of fun because he was a he was a cool he was he was a good he was a good guy. Um, so that was your ideal date. No, that was just oh. me telling That was just like an impromptu date and I like impromptu things like uh what are you doing? Okay, let's go do this. And I also like when people plan things out for me because I'm I'm normally the person that's always planning things. So mm-hmm. when someone plans something that's kind of like out of the ordinary it just puts more like it's a lot yeah. more fun. Um, but my ideal date would probably be if it's like a first date, it'd probably be something simple like finding a cool restaurant or a cool coffee shop that neither of us have been to because I like trying out new places. See, I went on a coffee date one time and I feel like it was low key awkward. 
I don't know why, but something about there being so many people in there was just weird. Anyway, like they were just like working, like doing work. And we were like on a date and I felt, I don't know. Anyway. I went on a coffee, I went on a couple coffee dates. They weren't, well, well, if there was a lot of people inside, we sat outside. And so that was nice. And the weather was also nice um, to, to sit outside. But I like dates where it's just like, we're just talking, kind of getting to know each other, and because um, you know I like talking, I like I like those kind of dates. But then sometimes it can run on long for a minute, so it's good to like plan something after. Like, oh, I gotta go to this thing. Like, I don't like the coffee dates to be like hours long unless um, the conversation is really good. So um, that would probably be my ideal date. Um, that or a picnic. Like something outside, <laughs> uh, something with really nice views, um, yeah. in, in a place we've never been before. But a picnic is probably my ideal date. My outside. friend went on a picnic date for one of the bachelorette uh, dates. That was interesting. It was pretty cold and pretty windy. Um, yeah, definitely not during this season. It needs no. to be hot. It wasn't season. as bad as it is now, but it was still a little chilly. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah we're only doing that if we're like there are a lot of blankets and like I don't know no I don't know <laughs> you're like no I need to I don't like eating outside when I'm cold literally I need, to, I need to be warm maybe if it was like like a drive-in movie theater I'd be oh my gosh I changed my answer I changed my answer I love how I was like I would not do it. I would do a drive-in I yeah. would do a drive-in because That's I remember going with my family like when I was really young mm-hmm. and like they had one on the west side I think it, it's like now a flea market but I think that's gone too but like yeah. oh my gosh I think that'd be perfect because you're like it watching is- a movie you have something to like talk about you know you have something yeah. to like comment on because I love commenting on movies and I love talking through them yeah you would have to like that but like also <laughs> I don't have to like conform to the standard of not talking because I'm outside you're outside you're not with all the other people and it's just like like you can do a picnic as you're eating it's a pretty it's a really good yeah um if they have like a pickup truck I'm uh, not a pickup truck kind of gal but I would definitely do it then I I didn't think I was uh that sounds like a country song (laughs) <laughs> I think I was pickup truck girl. No, girl, you gave gave me a twirl. I just made a song. <laughs> anyway, I didn't think I like. I didn't think I was a pickup truck kind of girl until like um my sister, who's not my sister, she's not like related to me by blood, but she was like moving out and she rented like a, a U-Haul pickup truck. And she was like, I don't want to drive it, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm scared to drive it. I was like, I'll drive it. And I was driving it. I was like, I want a truck. I want a truck so bad. I can barely drive my Toyota Corolla. I still hit curves. (laughs) I want a truck. That or or maybe my future husband or boyfriend will have a truck and I can drive his. (laughs) That'd be wild. I do not see that for you, but I think that would be cute. For my husband. Husband it's like not husband. what I would expect from you, but like I think it'd be cute. Yeah, <laughs> like I you like hopping it. out of a pickup truck <laughs> and you're like skirt with your like Bible and your stuff ready to go. <laughs> love it! You I just, love the view. You gotta, keep, you gotta keep the people on their toes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Anyway, um, we hope you enjoyed this random talking of Audrey and I. That was um, a bonus because you're not going to get any for two months. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll still be checking our socials and um, interacting there, but mainly studying and getting our lives together. Literally. If you want to keep up with me, though, follow me on Audrey Amazing Lee. I do yeah. be doing coffee reviews. <laughs> You can follow me on my personal Instagram. I'm not going to say it, but it will be in the description. Um, <laughs> it's a lot of it's a lot of underscores. She's really people, said I don't have time today. 
People say my name wrong, so I need to, like, space it out for them. They're like, my Lisa. No, that's not my name. Mm -hmm. I will respond to it because I've heard it said wrong so many times. Um, Yeah, I've been called Aubrey. Yeah, I'd prefer to be called by my name. If you can, can, Um, can you please call me by my correct name? Yeah, my Lisa. If you can't say if you can't say it, just call me my. Just leave it there. Um. Anyway, uh, we hope your relationships are stronger because of the series. If you want us to cover any more topics, or if there's something you want to hear in specific covered in season three, let us have any ideas for season three, sis. That'd be great. Bring them our way. Um, rude. Siri said, let me, let me be on there. Yeah. Um, If you don't follow us though, it's at WTAI podcast, Instagram and Twitter. Also, we'll talk about it on Facebook. Just keep up. Yeah. We love you. Bye.